Hey there, ProSide small group leaders. Thank you for joining our small group leaders podcast where we help you prepare to lead your small group. I'm here with Pastor Alfredo Canencia, coach. Thank you for joining us. Um, And I just want to just again say thank you to all of you guys as leaders. Thank you for all that you do, your hard work, week in and week out, loving on your people, leading your small group. It's so vitally important. And so again, just thank you. You guys are what make our church what it is. And so just thank you. Um, We're continuing our series, Blessed, Unpacking the Beatitudes and what Jesus means uh, by blessing and how we are to attain God's blessing in our lives. And, uh, you know, we've been looking at all kinds of things from, from anger to lust and all this. And, and in all of these teachings, Jesus is trying to take it from beyond just the behavior yes, that's to right. the heart, right? Like, what, what's going on in your heart? And this, well, we're on Matthew chapter 6 now, and, and it's no different. Here Jesus is talking about not practicing our righteousness in front of others, Uh, but really doing it for our Father in heaven. And I think this is such a very important discussion because we live in a culture today that's all about getting likes and clicks and notoriety and follows, right? Smash that like button, you know, subscribe, (laughs) you know. It's all about being noticed. And, and, you know, there's a saying, you know, if, if there's not a, there's no, no picture, it didn't happen, right? Mm. So if you didn't take a picture, you didn't post it on social media, it didn't happen. And it's all about this image, external image and performance, and the heart is often missing, right? But this, what Jesus is talking about here forces us to examine our motive. Right. Why do we do what we do? Who are we doing this for? Is it to be liked, applauded by people, or is it really to love God and love others? And so from this passage in Matthew chapter 6 that you've all read and we've heard this weekend, just to revisit, we learn three, three quick thoughts here. Jesus is saying, don't do good deeds only to be seen and honored by others, right? He said, if you only practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them and to be honored by them, uh, we're missing the point, right? Don't do good deeds or anything really to be honored by people. But that's what our culture teaches us. It's all about being honored. It's all about being noticed, right? Um, and the second thing is instead we should live for the audience of one, to yes, please right. God yes. alone. Mm. And, and right, because what did he say? Your father who sees what is done in secret. It's all about what does our father in heaven see and, and living for him. And this often involves disappointing others' expectations of us because people think you should do something a certain way, live a certain way, and, and Jesus, no, live for me, right? And ultimately, number three, God rewards a life lived to please Him. It's your Father who sees what is done in secret. He's the one that will Amen. reward you yep. with an eternal reward, not this temporary stuff that we mm. live for. And so really in this discussion, we want to kind of wrestle with what are our motivations? Why do we do what we do? And adjusting our motivations to instead of living for ourselves or the the the, the, the applause of others or right. notoriety, yeah. living for Jesus, living for God. Yeah. So, coach, as you reflect, you know, so you know, leaders, and as we reflect on the weekend sermon, the main thought in Scripture above, what is the Lord highlighting to you, and why, coach? Any thoughts? Yeah, on I, that? I just think that a lot of times we start off, you know, in whatever endeavor in a business or you're coaching, and a lot of in the beginning, it's really about us and mm-hmm. and what people think about us yeah. and. You know, so we get caught up with that. Yeah. But uh, along the way, uh, you know, hopefully, um, I, I know from my personal experience, I begin to realize it's not about me yeah. anymore. And it's about honoring and pleasing God. And, and the moment when I, there was that transition or the transformation that happens in our heart, yeah. God began to bless. Mm-hmm. I began to see our, our team, you know, to do better. Or I know a businessman, he began to do better because his motives, his heart is right. Mm-hmm. It's not about just making a lot of money and everybody looking at me, but really how can I honor God with the business or maybe coaching or what I'm doing? 
I just see a shifting happening. And maybe some of the guys in your small group, that's what they're going through right now. Yeah, and you know what? This is not to bash on anybody because this is totally normal. I mean, yeah, this is yeah. what all of us wrestle that's with, right? right? We <laughs> all wrestle with doing things for ourselves, for our selfish gain and all that. I mean, that's human. Right. But Jesus, again, is calling us to a higher level of human, yes. right? To yeah. kingdom values, not worldly human values. So, you know, if you're if someone in your small group is there going, you know, don't make them feel bad, is my right, point. Right, like, right, right, right. We, we, we all are in the same right. place. Yeah, it's a challenge to every single one. of We all live selfishly. That's yes. just a reality. Yeah. But we need to do better than that. Jesus yeah. is calling us to a higher standard of living. And I think that's when I when I hear this passage, I'm like, dude, I do that, right? Yes, I mean, that's right. We can, <laughs> post we can stuff all on social media. It. Yeah, <laughs> I want people to notice it, you know? Or, or when I do a good deed, yeah, I do want applause right. from somebody. Like, right. somebody notice what I did here, you know? But Jesus is saying, but that's not what it's about. Mm, like, that's don't right. Don't live for that. Yeah. And I think when we, if we can transcend that human right. normal thing... That's when we can really represent the gospel right. and really represent Jesus in a way that is powerful and true. Uh, so I like the, the fact that what you're saying, uh, Pastor Billy, is that, uh, you know, as leaders, we be transparent mm -hmm. and, and share sure, some of yeah. those things. Because a lot of times, you know, when new people come in, they think like, oh, you know, the leader has it all together. Right. But we struggle with this every day. Absolutely. Yes, yes. And so I think what, you know, what, one practical application, you know, that I, I shared on Sunday is, is always just ask this question, does this please the Lord? Amen. Like, does right. this please the Lord? Does right. does me, you know, trying to get noticed, does that please God? Right. Does me doing this for selfish reason, does this please God? Even just down to our social media posts, me posting this, does this please God? Right. Or is this about drawing attention to me? Does it draw honor to Him or does it draw honor to me? Right. And just that that pause, that, that question might help us to make better choices in the long run that honor Him. Because again, I think if we live in a world that's all about being noticed and all right. about personal fame and notoriety, if we can be different, yes, we shine a light yeah. right to the gospel. We become that, that light on the hill. And I think that's what Jesus is after here. So, you know, what, what stands out to you guys, you know, as you as right. you heard the weekend sermon, where are you, you know, tempted, you know, to, to, to just gain notoriety for yourself? Be willing to share that and process that. And how can we do better? Which leads us to the second question. How are you tempted to live for the praise and honor of others? <laughs> yes. Right? I mean, think about that. Like, at work, you know, do you only do things if you know you're going to get paid for it or noticed right. by it, right? Do you only serve or extend yourself if there's a reward coming to you? Um, so how are you tempted to live only for the praise and honor of others? Do people have expectations of you that make it hard to live for God? That's another one. Yes. A lot of people, are ha we have a hard time living for God because... People's expectations on us, the pressures they put on us. Yes. Coach, any, any thoughts uh, you know, on that? You know, again, going back to you know, my life as coaching, I realized you know, coaching wasn't a bad thing, but after a while, I was trying to please other people. Mm. So even when the part where God told me, okay, it's time to transition out of coaching and, and prepare for you know, ministry, it was hard because my identity, mm -hmm. I didn't want to let people down. But at the end of the day, I realized I have to honor God mm -hmm, with this mm -hmm. and, and make a decision. So I, you know, I, I realized uh, when I made that decision, like a whole new world opened up to me. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and I thought, well, I should have done it earlier. But that's how it is. Some of us, as we're talking, you're going to realize as you choose to honor God instead of just honoring or pleasing other people, a whole new world opens mm -hmm, up to you. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it may seem like you're losing in the short term. That's right. But yeah. God is really pointing you to a, a, a greater thing later on. You know, I was just reflecting this morning that when I was in college, I worked for a, one of a, the luxury car dealerships in town, and <laughs> yeah. um, I was doing youth ministry on the side. And so 
finally, you know, I got offered to come and work for the church. I remember to be, those yeah, days. <laughs> to, to just to, you know, and it was like I think I think I was making like five fifty an hour. That's what you know. That was minimum wage back then. I was making seven forty at the other place. I thought <laughs> I was great. balling anyway. But but I, I but you know I realized I wanted to leave my job at the dealership right. to come and work as a youth worker at the church and mm. be really just assistant, assess Pastor Camille and yeah, others. Right. And uh, but I was so excited to do that. I remember when I told my boss at the dealership that I was going to leave. Yeah. She was so like, "Why would you do that?" Right. Like, right. Right. And and she, then. Then she then then she unrolled this whole like you know we have this uh, scholarship plan because I was going to UH and right. you know I want to enter you into this management program training program like we'll pay for your college all this kind of stuff and I was like oh now they're throwing money at me to stay <laughs> I was like 18 years old you temptation know, but, yeah help me pay for college yes yes please and then you yeah. know and then and then all the guys that work there they're driving nice cars and having nice things and I was just like oh but I really had to wrestle with that right. and I realized no I. Uh, the, the expectations of people made it hard, and right. even when I would tell some of my friends, you know, in school, like, "Well, you're going to leave that. They're going. They're willing to give you a scholarship. What's the church giving you? Uh, five fifty an hour, yeah. you know." <laughs> but it wasn't that. I realized I had to leave that to go and do yes. what God was calling yes. me to do. And in the short term, I'd see my friends driving nice cars and having nice things. But now I look back and I realize, no, that's what God wanted me to do, and I had to live for Him right. to please Him, not. Even the expectations of other people and my own personal right. <laughs> desires had to die too, right? And and uh, it was hard, but I realize now that was the best decision. Yes, I know? think everybody comes to that crossroads where yeah. either you're going to please the man or you're going to actually please God. And mm-hmm. when you make that transition, that's what you can talk about in your group. You begin to see the blessings of God yeah. come upon your life. So true, man. It's not just for yourself. It begins to bless others yeah. around you. Yeah, and yeah. it's not an easy decision. That's but, right. That's but realizing, right. and we talked about this in somewhere in the series earlier that are we living for the flesh to please the flesh or right. living to please God and at the end of the day that's a question we got to ask ourselves so if I could even just bring it back down whatever decision we have to make does this please the Lord that's right am I doing this to please God for my father in heaven or to be seen to be noticed by others to receive their honor because even going back to the text if we've if it's living for people's honor and we right. get that yeah. we've got our reward that's our reward that's, our reward. Right. that's yeah. what you wanted yeah. anyway right yeah. there's no reward from your father in heaven but if we're living for him our reward is yet coming, right? And which leads us then to the last question. How is God challenging you to live for him rather than to win the honor of people? What challenges do you face in doing so? What practical steps is God calling you to take to live for the audience of one? And this is maybe where right now people are wrestling. That's right. Yep. What is that thing? You know, what is that choice I have to make? What are those, you know, adjustments I need to make? I know one thing, you know, we have a lot of young families in our church and uh, man, people are just busy. Right. Sports activities. I talk to a lot of uh, a lot of them, and I'm, I am a young parent with like, my kids are super busy, oh, and, right. yeah. and and just the the expectations. All your kids need to be in two sports, and they need to play two musical instruments, and you know, like, <laughs> and, and it's almost like if you're not super busy, you're not a good parent. Right, right. And I think that's a cultural expectation that mm-hmm. I don't think is biblical. Number one, and I don't even think it's healthy for number two. Oh yes, right. But but I think for many of our parents, maybe some of us leaders listening. Yeah. You may be in that place, and maybe God is challenging you to adjust, because if you're so busy getting our kids to activities and all this kind of thing, we don't even have family time, dinner time is a family, right? Or there's no time to take your kids to church, no time to go to small group, you're too busy. I mean, I'll just say that plain and simple. If you're too busy to make time to bring your family to the church and to small group, 
you're too busy. Yeah, that's because right. Because what's really important is not the honor and praise of people making yeah. the sports team or getting the scholarship, which, by the way, statistically speaking, they're not going to get the scholarship, okay? Uh, you know what I mean? This is reality. Right. And if, you're, if you think they're going to go pro, statistically speaking, that's not going to happen, okay? Now, I don't mean to crush your dreams, yeah. but we have to put our priorities yeah. in order. Yeah, because yeah. it's if, if, if you're too busy to make God first and to right. honor Him with yes. our lives, we're just straight up too busy. That's right. And maybe that's an adjustment you got to make. I know for me, my wife and I, we always talk about this. Right. Should we put the kids in this and this and that? No, but then we can't go to group or we can't go to church and they won't go to church. Then we're not doing that because what's more important than all that expectations is to please God. Right. And I want my kids to love him and know him. And maybe that's an adjustment our young family's got to make. Yeah, I think you're right because a lot of times when the sports seasons come around, all of a sudden the consistency and the growth in yeah. people's lives come to a halt because these other things become more important than actually pleasing God. Yep. I'm not saying they don't play sports, no, but to yeah. adjust that, to make sure that God is being honored. Make sure that you keep the, the main thing the main right, thing. Right, and the right. main thing is living for the audience of one. Right. You know, and, and, and it even just goes back to the passage. If we're doing stuff to win award and reward from people and honor notoriety right. from people, we're, we're missing the whole point. Yes. It's supposed to be to live for God, our Father, who sees the stuff that's done in secret. He's the one that rewards in the end. So what adjustments do you need to make, leaders? Maybe yes. it is, maybe you're not a young parent, maybe there's other things that you do. Maybe it's, it's uh, you know, living for, for money and all this kind of stuff, you know? What, whatever that is, what adjustments do you need to make uh, to make living for the audience of one your priority? And um, let's talk about that and let's challenge one another. <laughs> because again, in this world that is so self-absorbed, if we can get this and people can see this in us, we shine a light that's right. that points people to the that's gospel. Right. And ultimately, that's the goal, bringing god's kingdom to earth Amen. through our lives so leaders thank you so much for all that you do and make sure that you pray for one another to live to please god <laughs> rather than for people and let's continue to pray for uh, the people that we've been inviting to to easter to church and and let's continue to follow up and love on them because at the end of the day that's what it's all about that's loving right. god loving people and let's be a church that doesn't live for ourselves but lives to love god and love his people so we thank you guys for all your hard work we love you and let's go be the church Amen. god bless you all right